Here we go. You're listening to Wednesday's Law and Gospel on KFUO. I'm Pastor Tom Baker on this August the 4th in the year of our Lord 2021. For many years, if you've been listening to KFUO, knowing that it's a part of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, you can see that we have been very proud in how we have become in fellowship with many churches throughout the whole world. And Christian fellowship means that we're agreeing on the doctrines of Scripture to the point where we can receive the Lord's Supper together. Well, unfortunately, something happened in the JLC. That's the Japan Lutheran Church. In April 2021, they held their convention. And during the meeting, the church made two decisions contrary to Scripture. First, it amended its bylaws to remove the word male from the section on requirements of called pastors. Second, it elected as its vice president an ordained deaconess. Now, deaconesses are not pastors, but you ought to know she's a woman who thinks she is and now publicly describes herself as a pastor is currently given the same title by the Japan Lutheran Church and regularly and openly carries out the distinctive functions of the pastoral office. These decisions have destroyed the distinctive scriptural basis for the long-standing relationship of altar and pulpit fellowship between the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and the Japan Lutheran Church. Now, our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod president, Reverend Dr. Matthew C. Harrison, has written to the leadership to explain the import of these decisions and to seek their repentance and return to the true and clear teaching of Scripture on the office of the Holy Ministry. The LCMS has, throughout its history, consistently held and declared clearly and unequivocally that the Scriptures teach that only men may hold the pastoral office. There is no room whatsoever for compromise on this issue. This is a matter of sacred truth, and we have a conscience-bound commitment as a confessional Lutheran church body to confess this truth and to remain faithful to it. You might want to know that the Japan Lutheran Church actually grew out of mission work in Japan done by the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod in 1948. It was organized as an autonomous church body 
in 1968 and became an LCMS partner church in 1971. During this time, the issue of women's ordination has often been discussed, and the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, as well as the Lutheran World Education, attempted to influence the Japan Lutheran Church to leave the doctrines of Jesus Christ to follow this doctrine of Satan. So, on July 9th, and that's less than a month ago, President Harrison wrote this letter to the president of the Japan Lutheran Church, President Yoshida. It is with a heavy heart that I write this letter, one that I have been fervently hoping and praying for over a decade that I would not have to write. I appreciate your letter of June 4th, 2021, providing an update on the discussions and decisions that took place at the most recent convention of the Japan Lutheran Church conducted on April 29th, 2021. But I read with heartbreaking sadness and regret that the Japan Lutheran Church has now officially done what we have long feared and fraternally and repeatedly urged that it not do to adopt the ordination of women to the pastoral office as its official doctrine and practice. You have amended your bylaws to remove the word male from the section on the qualifications of called pastors, thus contravening the Bible's clear teaching that the pastoral office is to be entrusted only to qualified men. As you well know, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has throughout its history consistently held and declared that the scriptures teach that only men may hold the pastoral office. One of the reasons that the Japan Lutheran Church's decision is so painful for me and for us as a church body is that historically and ecclesiastically, the LCMS birthed the Japan Lutheran Church. The Japan Lutheran Church grew out of mission work in Japan in 1948, became an autonomous church in 68, and an LCMS pastor in 1971. For these many years, we have recognized and treasured the gift of altar and pulpit fellowship with you. How tragic it is that the news of the Japan Lutheran Church's rupturing this fellowship by this convention action comes on the 50th anniversary of our joyous entrance into church fellowship. 
This grieves our hearts deeply as a daughter turns from her mother. For this reason, it is important to rehearse briefly the recent history of our efforts to dissuade you from this action. In 2008, my predecessor, then President Reverend Dr. Gerald Kieschnick, became aware of a proposal introduced at the Japan Lutheran Church's May 2008 convention to consider altering the bylaws to allow the ordination of women to the pastoral office. He immediately extended an offer for the leaders of our two churches to meet and discuss this issue, cautioning that a decision to ordain women would have serious implications for a relationship which our two churches have enjoyed for so many years. Thankfully, this offer was accepted. Official representatives of the Japan Lutheran Church and the LCMS met face-to-face -face four times between February 2009 and August 2010 to discuss this and related issues on the basis of the teachings of the scriptures and the Lutheran confessions. Topics included the service of women in the church, the holy ministry, and the nature and implications of church fellowship. The LCMS representatives were hopeful for a positive outcome of these discussions until word was received very late in the process that the leadership of the Japan Lutheran Church was still leaning toward recommending a change in the Japan Lutheran Church's position, resulting in the ordination of women to the pastoral office. In July 2010, I was elected president of the LCMS even before I was formally installed into office. I wrote a letter on August the 27th, 2010, to the then Japan Lutheran president and the members of the Japan Lutheran Church indicate that my heart was filled with sadness that the executive committee of the Japan Lutheran Church is considering recommending the ordination of women to your church's convention. Such a decision would be bring shame to the LCMS as a sister church of the Japan Lutheran Church in that our witness to you was not strong enough to prevent such a decision. This was intended as a recognition and acknowledgement of the LCMS failures in the early days of our relationship with the Japan Lutheran Church, as we became aware for the first time that some LCMS missionaries, leaders, and advisors to the Japan Lutheran Church were not fully and faithfully bearing witness 
to the position of the scriptures and the LCMS on issues such as the service of women in the church. I express gratitude for the expressions and discussions in recent years, but also warn that a decision to ordain women is fraught with many consequences that affect not only your church and that of your sister church, the Missouri Citadel, but also that of the entire Christian church. I urge the Japan Lutheran Church president to consider delaying your decisions for another round of discussions beginning in early 2011, proposing additional topics for discussion critically related to this issue. I stated forthrightly, speaking the truth in love, that a decision by your church to ordain women would dissolve pulpit and altar fellowship between our churches and result in the cessation of related activities. I was thankful that your president agreed to continue discussions on this issue before any potential convention action. Further discussions did take place in the ensuing years. It is now clear, however, that these many discussions, which took place over a period of more than a decade, failed to dissuade the Japan Lutheran Church from tolerating and even supporting practices contrary to the teaching of Scripture. This includes allowing for the past several years, an ordained deaconess who now publicly describes herself as a pastor and is currently given this title by the Japan Lutheran Church to carry out publicly and regularly the distinctive functions of the pastoral office. The most recent convention action taken by the Japan Lutheran Church now endorses this heterodox, even heretical practice as an official position of the Japan Lutheran Church. Your letter of June 4th, 2021, notes that this woman, the Reverend Himi Yang, was also elected by your most recent convention as the vice president of the Japan Lutheran Church. We shared with you the fulsome Orthodox Lutheran and biblical teaching. We shared with you the CPH book, Ordination of Women, with its many distinguished Lutheran authors, including women, explicating the truth of the scriptures, that women are to be honored and respected are intellectual equals with men and gifted to serve in significant roles in the church and her institutions. Yet it is a Lord's mandate delivered by his apostle that women may not serve as pastors. Regarding the public explication of the text, the inerrant word states, 
This is 1 Corinthians 14. Women should remain silent in the churches. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission, as the law says. If they want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the one, the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet or otherwise gifted by the Spirit, let them acknowledge that what I'm writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they will themselves be ignored. Thus, I return to my opening words. It is with a heavy heart that I write this letter. We have not walked away from you. You have walked away from us. We have not terminated fellowship with you. You have taken actions that make it impossible for us to continue to recognize fellowship with you. What I wrote in 2010 still holds true. A decision by your church to ordain women would dissolve pulpit and altar fellowship between our churches and result in the cessation of related activities. You have now made that decision to our deepest regret. I am saddened beyond words. I noted in my letter that a decision to ordain women is fraught with many consequences. The LCMS has a written procedure adopted by our Commission on Theology and Church Relations for contemplating and or recommending the termination of recognition of altar and pulpit fellowship with another church body. The final step in this process, which we have followed faithfully from our perspective, is stated as follows. If, as a result of these discussions, the concerns leading to the initiation of this process to consider terminating recognition of church fellowship are not able to be resolved. The president of the synod, speaking the truth in love, shall convey this decision clearly to the head of the church body in question, indicating the need to bring this serious matter to the attention of the synod in convention. The president may then advise the CTCR to prepare an overture regarding this matter for consideration by the next synod convention. He shall also determine the best and most appropriate way to inform the members of the synod and the synod's partner churches of this regrettable situation and the need to place the matter before the Synod in Convention. With this letter, I am fulfilling my initial responsibility of conveying to you, as the head of the Japan Lutheran Church, the sad and tragic results of your decision to endorse the ordination of women, which has broken the confession and unity of the true faith.
and made it impossible for the LCMS to continue to recognize the Japan Lutheran Church as being in altar and pulpit fellowship with the LCMS. Moreover, as noted above, this serious matter must now be brought to the Synodical Convention. I will be advising the CTR to prepare an overture regarding this matter for consideration by the next Synod Convention. I fully expect the LCMS Convention to be held in the summer of 2023 to confirm what I have clearly stated and communicated here with the same deep sadness and regret. Unless, by God's grace and by the power of His Spirit, the Japan Lutheran Church is led to reconsider its actions and return to a position and practice that is in full accord with the clear teaching of Scripture on this issue. In the coming days, and in consultation with other synod leaders and officials, I will address immediate changes in LCMS ministry in Japan due to the Japan Lutheran Church's changed confession of faith, which has broken the God-given unity of the faith once celebrated by our church bodies. I will also inform the members of the synod and the Synod's partner churches of this regrettable situation and the need to place this matter before the Synod in convention. I have already informed the leadership of the International Lutheran Council of your actions. The bylaws of the International Lutheran Council require, by virtue of your adoption of women's ordination, immediate termination of full membership and reduction reduction of your standing to observer status. We are evaluating the next steps necessary for a rebirth and growing presence of Orthodox Lutheranism in Japan for the sake of the gospel. We know that your position is the result of many years of training pastors in a joint seminary under the guidance of the LWF and ELCA. We are not at all naive about how false teaching attacks the authority of the blessed word of God, salvation through faith alone in Christ, atoning death and physical resurrection divinely ordered human sexuality, and more. I pray for your repentance and your return to fellowship in Christ in the truth of his word. Then he quotes 1 John 2, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Sincerely, 
with a heavy heart and in true Christian love. Reverend Dr. Matthew C. Harrison, President, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Now, I wanted to take the time to read this lengthy letter because it shows the loving approach that President Harrison has with the hope that the Japan Lutheran Church will recognize what they have done, repent of it, and return to fellowship with many churches that they are now expelling from their membership. Now, this doesn't mean that we're giving up on the Japan people because there are many Japanese, we are confident, who disagree with what the church is saying. And perhaps we'll be able to set up something to work with them. Please keep this in your prayers. Tomorrow we're going to speak of a similar situation in a different country with Wes Reimnitz. Join us at 9.30 tomorrow. I'm Tom Baker. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.